Thank you so very much for joining me on another episode of Talking Cloud. Now, man, I'm so excited. You know, cloud is such a big, big word. And today, like always, we get to talk about anything and everything cloud. And, you know, we generally will have a little bit of a slant towards security, but it's anything and everything cloud. Cloud's so big right now, it's taken over the world. And it's just, there's lots and lots to talk about. Now, listen, you all know I'm no expert, but one of the things that is the benefit of being in the biz for a while is I know a lot of them. And man, I've got one today that is uh, what a way to bring home the year. Uh, We're going to have an outstanding session today because not only have I known this gentleman for I don't know, I guess I could say it, 20 years. Uh, We worked together 20 years ago. I don't know him that well because we haven't worked closely together. So I am super excited about hearing about what he's up to because we're going to get a chance to talk to the director of product management and marketing for Azure Security. That's right. Adwait Joshi, we're going to call him AJ is uh, my guest today. I'm so thrilled to have him. AJ, thank you so much for being on the program. Well, thank you, Grant. The pleasure is all mine. I'm really excited to be here. Uh, And what a journey that has been. You uh, were right. 20 years ago, we worked together. uh, And it has been an awesome, awesome ride since then. You know, I have to tell you, and I was uh, thinking about this before we got on the program, I I was thinking, you know, not to sound goofy or anything, but when I see people, you know, and there's several I've had on the program that I've, I've known for you know, 20 years. And I remember working with them when uh, they're younger and then to watch how their careers have evolved. I literally, I can use the word proud to say uh, you're my friend and, and what you've accomplished. It's really, it's really impressive. So I mean that from my heart, man, I think it's awesome what you're doing. So why don't you take a second and tell us what you're up to, man, just, I mean, Cloud's a big word. You say Azure security, that's also huge. Narrow it down for us a little bit. Absolutely, would love to. But before I do that, I do want to acknowledge that 20 years ago, when I joined Checkpoint, where we worked together, um, I was so green looking back that I'm thankful um, and feel really blessed to have colleagues like you who were patient and who were uh, helpful for me to take this journey. And that journey has led me to this awesome, uh, unique experience in Microsoft where I get to uh, do product management and product marketing and business strategy on cloud security. So thank you. Thanks yep. again, Grant. Yeah, no, you're welcome. I think, like I said, it's pretty cool. So so there's so much going on in cloud and security. I mean, where do you start? 
narrow it down a little bit on really kind of where you're focused and talk about what you're doing on a day-to-day basis and we'll just kind of see where the conversation goes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I, uh, as you mentioned, uh, work on product management, uh, strategy, business strategy, uh, go-to-market strategy and product marketing uh, for cloud security products in Microsoft. Um, Of course, we have a very unique um, perspective and experience as uh, you know, working on a cloud platform. Um, we are Microsoft is a cloud platform provider, leading cloud platform provider. Sure. And of course, um, so we want to make sure that that platform is foundationally secure. And um, I work on that uh, business strategy as well as product marketing for that. And I also work on security solutions that are natively hosted in the cloud and we are um, providing them to our customers. Um, and I, again, do the same thing, business strategy, product marketing, GTM strategies uh, for those products. One of them uh, we announced last year and I'm now focused on is helping our customers modernize their security operations. And we are doing that. Uh, so last year we announced this uh, reimagined product for security information event management. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows the sim. It's been uh, in the market for a long time. Yeah. But the way we are imagining, reimagining it is uh, with the cloud native approach. Like how can cloud help our customers modernize their security operations? So that has been my focus. That has been my passion for the last 18 months. Wow. And I'm glad to say that that journey has been really rewarding to just see how um, our customers and our peers are getting helped in this modernization journey of theirs. Okay, AJ, modernization is a really broad kind of brush. Can you get a little more detailed on what specifically, I mean, I'm suspecting it has to do with using some automation, using some auto remediation, building in more intelligence, but maybe you can expand on that. Yeah, all of that, but let me broaden the scope here. Security operations today, and you know, these security operations folks have been going through this whole uh, pain points of having multiple solutions and SIM solutions that you and I have been seeing this for the last 20 years, yeah. that SIM solutions not working really well and not getting deployed fully. Yeah. Uh, so there are a lot of these pain points security folks not doing security things, but you know, having to manage infrastructure, having to uh, think about uh, spending time of patching and thinking and planning on how am I going to scale my infrastructure to the new and evolving needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, uh, with COVID-19 situation, literally overnight people had to focus on uh, empowering uh, remote workers, right? Yeah, yeah. And so that definitely had uh, a big demand on security folks to make sure that they are addressing those new needs yeah. and making sure that they are staying uh, in front of these new parameters and new attacks. So how do we make sure that all the tools that you mentioned, all the things you mentioned, like automation or like uh, auto remediation, um, efficiencies, how are we uh, helping security operations uh, to get to that level where um, they are modernizing not just their infrastructure, but they are modernizing their outlook to gain efficiencies and improve their security. So Mm -hmm. that's my focus, that's our focus on designing such solutions, designing approaches, and helping our customers 
uh, achieve that modernization, achieve that security transformation. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a that's a tall order, AJ. I mean, that's a that's a tall order. There's a lot to to tackle. Now, you know, you talk about a SIM. One of the things in the cloud, right, is the traditional SIM doesn't have context that that you need to have in the cloud, right? I mean, this is one of the things I talk about with people. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, you know, because in the in the old days, back when you and I worked together years ago, the first question was what's the IP address no matter what? And now when we get into the cloud, I mean, it might not really matter. A function might have used it for a split second, right? And so there's some additional context and understanding in the data that sometimes is missing or oftentimes is missing, it seems, in a in a traditional SIM. Is that accurate? It is very accurate. I think, uh, you know, you, when you think of traditional SIM uh, and compare it to now the cloud-native approach that Microsoft has uh, pioneered, I think... You know, you think of first is scalability and flexibility. Mm-hmm. That uh, security folks are now empowered to do security things. We are, you know, every week I get to, I have the privilege to talk to uh, security teams and CISOs uh, in our inter- um, in our briefing centers. And you know, key things that they mention is that our security teams need to focus on security. So how do you do that? Right. With cloud native approach, you don't need to think of infrastructure management. You need to. Uh, you don't need to uh, manage the complexity of all of that. You just, right. you know, migrate to cloud um, and let the cloud scale, let the infrastructure uh, be handled um, by the cloud provider, by the service provider. Right. And it automatically scales for your, uh, for your needs. And the plus point there is additional. Uh, benefit is that it also gives you a lot of cost savings. You can only pay for what you are using. And so that, uh, again, is another additional benefit you get. Mm -hmm. Then comes to your point about additional context. Like, how do you improve security? Now, with cloud, because you have all of this machine learning uh, at scale that you can use, and, uh, you know, with other um, technologies that are getting uh, under the umbrella of SIM. So for example, uh, user and entity behavior analytics mm-hmm. uh, or uh, you know, more and more, not just Microsoft, but more and more uh, vendors are now also uh, implementing uh, standard frameworks like MITRE attack framework. Right. All of that provides you with more context, not just you know static IP addresses and um, just raw logs, and you dump those logs. It is smarter by using all of these uh, technologies and all of these capabilities I talked about. Now I know that uh, when we talk about machine learning, there is a lot of bad rap because you know a lot of people think it's marketing fluff, and you know is it real? And to a certain extent, I can see that point of view. But I'm telling you here that this is real and this is this can be really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. Few months ago, we uh, published um, a blog. Uh, one of our security engineers um, shared how Microsoft internally uh, helped um, understand or you know f- filter down from billions and billions of uh, signals 
uh, we filtered it down using machine learning, using Azure Sentinel, uh, and provided 25 high fidelity incidents. Like imagine that, like from billions to 25 high fidelity incidents. And this is real. This is, as I said, we blogged about it. So anybody who's interested, who's listening to this blog, uh, to this podcast, can go and read that blog. Hmm. Uh, given all the details from now, bi- from billions down to 25 correct and that 25 are high fidelity incidents which we are fairly certain that these are the incidents that security um, uh, analysts should pay attention to mm-hmm. so you can imagine the empowerment that they get uh, the efficiencies that they can get from this type of uh, technology yeah. and so as i said machine learning is real and i do uh, advise um, CISOs and our security folks to really um, understand and then uh, also uh, use it as much as possible. And then uh, I was going to finish it off with automation because automation is huge too. Uh, with automation, uh, you're making sure that you know you not only are quickly responding, but also again, that theme of empowering your security folks um, at least um, automate and um, make sure that your regular tasks are at least automated so the security folks can focus on uh, more of proactive security operations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I think, a really important word because so often in the world of security, right, we're reacting to things and to be able to shift to being proactive that just changes the game and really is where we need to try to uh, get, right? So that we're not always responding and reacting. Totally. And proactive obviously has a lot of different meanings to it. Um, one of the things people should think about is proactive security operations. How are you staying ahead? How are you thinking, outthinking the attackers out there? Mm-hmm. And you can do that with you know proactive hunting, Uh, There are multiple products. Of course, uh, Azure Sentinel has uh, hunting capabilities as well. But from a people perspective, like we want to make sure that you have all the tools you need. Um, And that's why all of this efficiency that I was talking about earlier Mm -hmm. with machine learning, with automation, and, uh, you know, obviously gives you uh, more time gives you that efficiency and more time for security folks to think proactively and do hunting and you know uh, figure out more of a strategy yep and it also when i talk about machine learning and efficiencies people then ask me question and it's an important question to address uh, about hey are you saying that you know you are eliminating people's jobs that's not the idea here in fact this is more about empowering the existing people. Mm-hmm. What we see is that people like us, there are far and few in between. The security jobs, one of the reports I was reading earlier was that by the end of 2021, um, there is uh, there will be 3.1 million jobs, security jobs unfulfilled. Imagine that. So there are a lot of jobs available and we need to, in fact, there are Um, lack of security experts. So those experts that we have, we need to help them. And that's the idea of using all these automation and efficiencies uh, to modernize your security operations. 
The gap is huge. It's getting bigger. The demand outstrips what's getting produced annually out of the trade schools and universities. It's a big problem. Um, We've all heard the stat from Gartner, right? At least 99% of all cloud failures are going to be the customer's fault. I think it highlights the misunderstanding, the confusion in the shared responsibility model and 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 how you know when we see cloud macchiatos right at 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 starbucks uh and we see commercials from mattress stores saying come on in and get your own private cloud clearly the word cloud has seeped into our vernacular but it's misunderstood so my question is you know do you think that's a fair rap and does it have negative or is it having negative consequences for the likes of Azure, even though it's the customer's fault? I'm just curious, how are you going about saying, hey, listen, we're going to keep you from messing up? And I know there's lots of tools out there. I guess I'm talking more specifically from AJ's perspective on uh, the consequences of this kind of coverage from the analyst community. Yeah, that's a good question. And let me step back and provide you with a broader picture here on um, cloud platform and security. Um, And again, as I mentioned, um, I'm really privileged to um, sit on this unique perspective, uh, thinking about uh, cloud platform provider and also thinking about it as a security provider. Yeah, that's, I mean, both inside and outside, right? I mean, I thought that was very interesting. I wanted to mention that earlier. I think that's a very smart move from Microsoft's standpoint, at least in my opinion, because you're not then competing against yourself. You're finding ways to be more congruent and work with yourself, and you're looking at it from a real-world perspective. I think that's really brilliant. Yeah, and on top of that, the amount of investment we have in security uh, and amount of expertise that we have, we are happy to share it with our customers. And so that really helps and makes a win-win situation for Microsoft as well as for um, our customers and even our partners. Yeah, and the influence you have, right? I mean, obviously, if you see something, right, you, you see where you can thread the needle internally and then can say, hey, guys, you know, we could package this this way, and now, voila, you know, you've got something uh, that you can offer to your customers as well. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. So let me give you this uh, example that, as you mentioned, cloud is everywhere, and organizations are migrating to the cloud. It used to be a time where security was a blocker, but in fact, now security is becoming an enabler. Yeah. Um, so the awareness is changing the shared responsibility understanding is also changing and improving. Mm-hmm. So that's a um, good sign. And people uh, come to realize, like many times when I share these numbers that I'm going to share with you, people are blown away. And I always um, joke with uh, CISOs and with all the security teams that Microsoft is probably one of the biggest security companies that you have never heard of. <laughs> that's right. Uh, <laughs> that's right. You know, when they look at me, uh, weirdly, I say, okay, let me give you some numbers. You know, do you know Microsoft invests more than a billion dollars every year Mm -hmm. on security? We have 3,500 folks 
working on security inside Microsoft. <laughs> and the amount of uh, data, the signals that we analyze, not just for our security products, I'm not talking about security products, just internally, you know, running Azure, running Office 365 and Microsoft 365, running Xbox and Windows Server and Windows um, Client, all of those things together, all of those assets together, we have last published 6.5 trillion signals analyzed every day, diverse signals, right? So imagine the threat intelligence that we can provide and share with our um, customers. And then we have, you know, dedicated security operations teams uh, across different, uh, different organizations. And we run those at scale. And when we consolidate all of that information together and share it with customers, it's really powerful. And that's where people realize that if we move to a cloud platform provider like Azure, mm-hmm. uh, then you know foundationally they can perhaps provide better security than I can in my data center. No question. I, I say that all the time, AJ. I mean, when I'm out speaking, you know, I tell everyone, listen, if you think for one second that you can build and maintain a better data center than Microsoft, you're out of your mind. I mean, it's just not, it's, there's no way. There's no way. So this is, it's one of the, the, the misunderstandings, I think, uh, in this world of they're afraid of security in the cloud. But I do agree with you. It really is being seen more and more as an enabler as it gets tightened down, right? I mean, I think uh, the tolerances need to be narrowed. The tools are helping us do that because that's where the danger is because things are different now when I build an app with some storage and a relational database over here and maybe, you know, a few of these microservices. And that's far different than the old days of building applications in my data center. No doubt. But I do want to come back to your um, specific question on what happens when, you know, breaches occur and does that give bad rap to um, cloud platform providers? Well, I mean, that, of course, there is shared responsibility. Of course, um, we are working on um, you know raising more awareness, and that's again a team sport. It's not like oh, it's Microsoft. It, right. Everybody is responsible to raise that awareness. We are doing our bit uh, through community and through our customers and partners. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, none of the platforms will be you know hundred percent secure that you know you cannot breach. So it, again, comes back to making sure that you're raising awareness, making sure that um, as cloud platform provider, we want to make sure that we are empowering our customers and providing them with tools and integrations with our partners uh, so that they can get full spectrum of security. Yep. Uh, and either you know natively in the cloud platform so that they can check a box and have a firewall or check a box and uh, have encryption. Or they can also have some good integrated scenarios with our partners like Checkpoint, like other uh, companies, uh, so that they can use their own solutions too, right? And that's where we want to make sure that our customers are empowered. The foundational piece, Microsoft is taking care of through multi-layered security, you know, going from literally uh, physical security in the data centers to uh, all the way up to making sure that your service layer and your uh, network layer are um, protected uh, for the platform. And then as 
our customers build their workloads, migrate their workloads. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, these workloads are, and these customers have the tools they need to secure them. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that I have to say, I, I've really been impressed with Satya and his leadership and where he's taken the company. It's been remarkable. And what he's done, his view, his approach on partnerships and alliances, I think has really been remarkable. He's done a fantastic job. I know our partnership, you know, Checkpoint with Microsoft, I don't think it's ever been better from a certainly cloud security perspective. Yeah, the partnership is really, really important to us. Um, I daily work with multiple different partners, including Checkpoint, making sure that we have some good integration, good together um, scenarios yep. that are addressing our customer concerns. Yeah, and one other thing, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, clearly, I understand. We know we're not your only security partner. You're partnering with them all. But I actually think it's a, a transformation for Microsoft, the way you are so much more open, better together with your partners, as opposed to how maybe I remember them a decade or so ago. So I've been impressed with how Microsoft and in particular, the whole Azure cloud strategy has rolled out. I think you guys have really done well. So anyway, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, thank you. But that tees up my next point that I was going to make. And that is about partners, extremely important. We are uh, making sure that we're investing uh, in our partner success as well, uh, helping our customers in their journey towards the cloud. Uh, and one of the trends that we see is that customers, many customers have multi-cloud or hybrid environments. And so our focus has been to address those multi-cloud scenarios and concerns. So you will see many of these integrations that you know, Microsoft has with Checkpoint or even our internal solutions. Obviously, uh, Azure Sentinel is a SIM, so by definition, it works uh, across uh, different clouds right. and uh, gets data from on-premises data center as well to give you security insights. But even with uh, solutions like Azure Security Center, which is uh, cloud security posture management, yep. um, with uh, integrations that we have with Checkpoint and our multi-cloud capabilities where you can also have uh, you know, visibility into your AWS um, infrastructure, for example, in VMs. That focus really, um, I want to highlight because as you mentioned, uh, it we are definitely uh, helping our customers, uh, you know, transform their journey uh, to the cloud. And while doing so, making sure that they are secure, regardless of where they are, right? That's our focus from a, from a security mindset. Yeah. And uh, again, that, what you just described, AJ, is not what most people think of when they think of Microsoft. And I think that really needs to be called out and recognized as a compliment to you and recognize that's a real benefit. Absolutely, and I'm thankful for you uh, bringing this up because uh, it definitely, if you look at our portfolio uh, going from Microsoft 365 Defender uh, to Azure Defender, you will see that you know you have XDR capabilities for um, different platforms, not just Windows, but Linux and Mac and iOS and you know 
different types of VMs and AWS and Google and uh, Azure. So all of that multi-cloud, multi-platform will be our focus even going forward. And you'll see that um, including the partnerships that we have um, with uh, partners like Checkpoint, yep. uh, you'll see that happening more and more uh, in the coming year. Yeah, that's brilliant. I think that's a smart move. So I want to move on to one of the things, you know, AJ, that I talk about is how similar yet how different uh, the cloud is versus on-premise, but then also how similar but yet how different one cloud provider might be to the next. And I'll always throw out an example. I'll say, you know, they're climbing and trying to summit the same mountain, but they're taking different paths because there are different components that give them different advantages depending on how they use them. And I always bring up Active Directory as an example that other cloud providers don't have, you do have, Maybe you can take a minute about how Active Directory has evolved and continues to play a critical role in your cloud position today. Yeah, I mean, Active Directory is obviously uh, the leading identity solution out there. Um, and it it's to, to the theme that I was talking about earlier across platforms. Um, it really helps our customers, regardless of whether they are on-prem, whether they are in Azure, or whether they are um, uh, in other cloud platforms, that's the identity uh, solution that helps them scale across all of those. And security is a huge piece of it, huge. Mm -hmm. In the last few years, uh, security, uh, if you look at the capabilities that um, Azure Active Directory um, has shared and evolved with, uh, it's awesome to see. Awesome to see, right, right from uh, passwordless to uh, actually right. providing more of um, user behavior analytics and entity behavior analytics using um, Active Directory, uh, helping understand insider threats. It's all of those things that are given as part of Azure Active Directory mm -hmm. makes it a more robust identity solution that is scalable. It is hosted obviously in the cloud um, on built on Azure uh, and can scale across multiple platforms. Yep. Brilliant. So I don't want to take too much of your time. I know you're you're busy and important guy, but maybe uh, as we we get ready to close out, maybe you can take a few minutes and talk about what should we expect? What are we going to see AJ working on in the in the next 12 months? Yeah, I will continue to uh, work on modernization of security operations, as I mentioned. And particularly, um, I'm working on helping our customers migrate their existing um, security operations to the cloud. And so all the things I mentioned before, we will be focusing on that uh, and helping our customer journey um, in the cloud. Uh, now that said, from product strategy perspective, um, we obviously are working on more partnerships, you know, building, uh, helping our partners to build connectors and uh, helping our customers simplify the uh, data ingestion into Azure Sentinel so that, you know, they can consolidate multiple solutions into one solution and have a smaller number of 
security solutions in their security operations and get broader visibility. So that's what we will do. The second one is improving their efficiency and security. So again, using machine learning, using automation, how can we help them um, get more out of uh, a smaller team? That will be our focus. And lastly, I firmly believe that security is a team sport. And so my focus is also to help the community. How can we help the community? Uh, not just you know shilling Microsoft products, but genuinely uh, foster a security community, help each other. And so we have some things like GitHub or a tech community, um, or we have a partner uh, community as well. We call it Microsoft Intelligent Security Association. Checkpoint is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. And so how can we foster that community? That also is a big focus for me. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. I think uh, it's very evident uh, those efforts are underway, AJ, because I know, again, I speak just from the partnership and alliance that we've strengthened with you, and uh, we appreciate it. And I applaud your efforts and all the stuff you're doing. I think it's terrific. And I really want to thank you very much for taking your time out of your busy schedule to to chat with us today. So thanks so very much. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'm honored, privileged to be here. Uh, enjoyed talking to you again. Uh, you know, it, it was awesome to you know being with friends, talking about our mutual passion, cybersecurity. So thank you again. I hope this was helpful. Uh, and as I mentioned, if your listeners uh, need any help or if they have any questions, I would love to uh, help them out. Terrific. So you heard it right there from AJ. Uh, Microsoft standing by ready to help you. I really appreciate your time. Uh, interesting stuff. It's cool to uh, see how this industry continues to evolve. And what's even cooler is uh, being in it for a long time, knowing people like you and, and the other guests that I've had. It's just been a really terrific journey. And so thank you all, ladies and gentlemen, for sharing this time with us. Hope you enjoyed uh, today's episode of Talking Cloud. And, you know, we sure hope to have you share it and tell all your friends if you're enjoying it. And we'll look forward to seeing you back on another episode of Talking Cloud. Thanks very much. Yeah.